Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. Hey, everybody. It's Friday. I'm so excited that it's Friday. It's Friday. You can't tell, but Barry's dancing uh, very funnily. And uh, Chris Taylor, who is our guest speaker, is trying not to giggle into his microphone. Howdy, Pipsky. So minute number 35 starts with the Maitlands as they continue their trek through the afterlife. And they think it's a little bit weird when they walk through another door, only to discover that they've actually gone back to their own house, which is no longer um, normal looking. Speaking as someone who's never seen the rest of the movie before, is it their own house or is it the afterlife version of their house? Because it's a very blue and it doesn't quite look normal. But, I mean, we do know Delia's art tastes. Well, I was going to mention... Earlier, but I didn't want to mention it earlier because, you know, we're trying not to... (laughs) Spoilers, whatever. Anyway, so as soon as they go into that hallway, the first thing I thought of was life is red, afterlife is green, and this hallway, which leads them right into their house, is blue again, which is the freshly dead, or mostly dead, (laughs) haha, for people who get that reference. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, blue, back to the dead, (laughs) freshly dead. (laughs) So it's like the Matrix Revolution uh, hallway of doors, in that each door opens up to an entirely different place. So if they would have gone through the wrong door, then... They would have been ended up in somebody else's... Saturn. Yeah. <laughs> they may not have been able Boo's to get bedroom. back. Yeah. Lots of, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, the script actually specifies a lot more uh, variety in the doors. In this, we just see the normal one, and we see kind of like a... a one looked like a prison. A prison. One looked like a jail, yeah. yeah. Sort of and of course, there was the doghouse door. <laughs> <laughs> yes, then the dog has the door. puppy dog. Uh, but yeah, the other is, you know, talking about like there's, uh, you know, like a revolving door, you know, like a turnstile kind of thing. Uh, there's like a bunch of other random, a church door, a Dutch door, a couple other random ones. So I think the idea is that this is their specific door or is the idea that they can make any door where they want to go. I think it's more of a make, make any door they want to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Sticks Door maybe is just home door for whoever, like whoever's going through it. That just brings them back home. Well, it um, is two by two times three. <laughs> well, I, I like that Adam, you know, we, we learn Adam, about Adam's counting skills here because he's very deliberately being like four, five. This is the sixth door. Like in, <laughs> in reality, that's probably him more being like just nervous about pensively being you know pensive about yeah. wanting to go down this hallway anyway especially after meeting evil christopher lloyd and seeing the lost souls room yes. right but you don't want to go accidentally walk into the lost souls door yeah. would that cause you to get trapped in the lost <laughs> souls oh, right? really Suck. carefully here <laughs> and make sure we get the this is six i'm gonna count again a couple more times christopher lloyd Six door? All right, six door, yes. And they open it up, and oh, this is the Lost Souls room again. What the hell, Christopher Lloyd? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we're just kidding. <laughs> one thing I re- this is actually one of my favorite minutes, like doing the minute by minute thing, even though I don't think there's a lot, a lot I would say about it, but just one because it's got one of my favorite music cues of any of the, the minutes. Whenever um, they first go through the door, and Adam says that, Adam, oh, boy, this place gets weirder and weirder, and, you know, spoilers, they're back in their house. 
and the music kind of does this. Dun, 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 dun. I'm tone deaf, so I don't know what that actually sounds like. But you know what I mean. If you're yeah. watching the minute, you know what I mean. And I also love that Barbara realizes where they are almost immediately. If you look at her face, mm. and she just looks horrified and like just in shock and well, traumatized. There it's... are a whole bunch of Doctor Who Cassandras everywhere. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, oh, moisturize me. Yep, yep, yep. Or yep. or gotcha. or uh, uh, Franconia art sculptures. <laughs> Right. For those who don't know the Doctor Who, the last human, moisturize me. Mm-hmm. Just pulling that out there. And for those of you who don't know Franconia, it's a sculpture garden in... Uh... In Minnesota. Minnesota. But I, I just like that she realizes it and she just looks kind of traumatized. And Adam still points it out for her because he doesn't realize and that us. she knows. And more so the audience that Because it home. really doesn't look... Mm-hmm. Outside of that, that fireplace, which they going fixed, back, they made it look you, can, better. you can kind of... Yeah. The sculpture that traps Delia against the wall is prominently displayed mm-hmm. in the back yep. wall. That's yeah. kind of like the big tip-off. Yeah. I also noticed um, the lamps are super spiky with little tiny round orbs. There are triangles on uh, on top of the uh, fireplace. They're like pointy-shaped plants in the left hand. There's like the, the right-hand plant is like pointed upwards, even though it's not pointy-shaped itself. Like almost everything is pointy. It's so Delia. It's sharp and, yeah. Uh, her art is dangerous. <laughs> yes. And edgy. And her decorating uh. style edgy 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 yeah i did it (laughs) well she's basically turned the house into an art gallery of her own of her own art yeah however wait i do have one thing though am i the only person who thinks that big round cowhide ottoman probably made out of a revenge cow doesn't that look kind of comfy actually it looks kind of furry and comfortable big round furry thing i mean as furry as cows go possibly i mean I don't know. Anyway. It might be just you. might be just me. It's just me. Got it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I was thinking about the Barbara thing and um, like like her reaction. Whenever I first went back and watched, like I rewatched the movie whenever we first started doing this. And um, now I've seen it just so many times. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever I, I first started rewatching it and I, I'd read some of the, I'd gone through the script and like looked through bits of it. Um, and one thing that, you know, we'll, pro- we'll bring it up throughout the movie is the script because you know we like to point out things on the script is uh the house is a bigger character in the script there's a lot of references that to the tone of the house the feel of the house and everything like that it it feels almost like another character and so reading it and kind of going in that mindset about the house almost being an entity of itself and how that is Adam and Barbara that's their thing is their home who evil Jane tries to sell from underneath them. So whenever she first walks back to the door and you see that look on her face as she realizes it, when I first, after I'd first read all the stuff about the house and kind of put that thought into the the movie, uh, it just broke my heart. Like looking at like her face, whenever she realizes that this is their home and whenever he says it too, it's like, it hurts, man. (laughs) It's a sad moment. Especially realizing that they're now going to have to spend 124 plus years unless they can get them to change it back hopefully they will before minute 92 (laughs) we'll have to wait and see Mm -hmm. yeah we will won't we and then we get a new character here 
Yes. Yes. I was up. I was gonna save a little bit more of Juno, uh which he co- which he actually full on mm-hmm. talks uh later on. Although in the script it immediately talks about the fact that uh, we will at some point catch a glimpse of her slashed throat. She smokes heavily, it's occasional smoke puffs from her cut throat. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are some oddly stray puffs <laughs> around her little ruffly collar. But uh, we can deep dive into her tomorrow if yeah. you want. But we, we meet Next her week, here. you mean. Next week. Yes. And she uh, she gets a little spotlight as she reveals they've been waiting in the waiting room for three months. Yeah, it's a very theatrical spotlight, too. Yeah. It's like somebody just, somebody just woke up. up. Somebody woke up the lighting guy. Yeah, it's like, oh, whoops. It <laughs> <laughs> Which I liked. I liked that. Oh, I love all the theatricalness in... Uh, or would it be theatrical? Uh, see, people have been making theatrical? people have been making fun of the fact that I say theater instead of theater. So I was trying to be, you know, theatrical. But it is theatrical. theatrical. Yeah. Yeah. In this yes. case, it'll be theatrical or theatricality. It's not theatrical. theatrical. It's theatrical. Theatricality. Theatricality. That sounds like we're drinking treacle, which I think sounds like something from Alice in Wonderland, which is a whole different movie. Different Tim Burton. Theatrical. You'd have to pay me a lot to do Uh, that minute by minute. Theatrical. And on that note, (laughs) (laughs) on that theatrical note, we're going to get even more theatrics next week on the Beetlejuice Minute. Smoke me a kipper, I'll be back for breakfast. Until next time, save us some popcorn and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.